You're watching KCMI-TV. I just felt in my spirit to take some time out and talk to you about uh, prophecy because we're in a, a time right now uh, for believers that prophecy and what God is saying over the last year or two is really become a rock that we have uh, leaned on to get us through some very difficult times. And so um, looking back over time, you can see how when God was doing something in the church, he would extract certain offices of the fivefold ministry. And of course, in the, in the 80s and in the 70s, when God was really beginning to solidify the church and bring some balance to it, the Lord really focused on the office of the teacher. And God raised up some tremendous anointed men uh, who were teachers in the nation and in, and in the nations that really began to bring clarity to the word of the Lord. But it seems like um, God has shifted. And uh, I think we would all agree that right now there's a tremendous amount of attention and focus on prophets, especially in the United States and uh, because there have been some amazing things prophesied and some of those things we've not yet seen come to pass. So I hope that uh, I can give you some, some clarity on what I think God is doing. Um, the office of the prophet, uh, God seems to have extracted that for this moment and there's a lot of attention on it and I think the reason being is because the Lord is changing, he's shifting. Uh, in these last days and I was in prayer today and I was thinking there must be great excitement in heaven right now because we don't think about it a lot but uh, for the last seven th or six thousand years um, it seems like that God's eternal purpose has been put on hold when the Lord created Adam and Eve um, he had his eternal purpose in place and it wasn't until sin came into the equation that it changed everything and so for for God in heaven it, I would think that it's been a difficult thing because what he always intended has been put on hold for all of these thousands of years and he is in the middle of restoration but heaven must be uh, a buzz right now because we are close to the 7,000 years in which time shall be no more. We know that we have another 1,000 years of millennial reign, but the Bible says with God one day uh, with the Lord is as 1,000 years and 1,000 years is as a day. So I, I have to believe that, that God the Father uh, has an anticipation in him because he's getting ready to see the eternal purpose of God put back in motion and sin will be no more, and the devil will be no more, and time will be no more, and death will be no more. And so we don't know in fullness of what God's eternal purpose is, but God knows, and he knows that he's close. And uh, Jesus coming back with a shout, part of that shout has to be that he knows that we're close to the eternal purpose of God. And so when God gets ready to do shifts that affect entire earth. He will begin to declare things before he ever does them. And this is why the Lord has brought focus on the office of the prophet out of fivefold ministry, because God has to declare something. Even in the book of Genesis, the Bible says 
that, that God spoke things into existence. In Romans, the fourth chapter, speaking of Abraham, it says that he believed in a God who spoke things that were not as though they were. And so uh, there's been some confusion, I think, about prophecy. Uh, there are two things that the New Testament teaches about. One is called the gift of prophecy, and the other one is the office of the prophet. The gifts include prophecy, the Bible says, are given by the Holy Spirit. But the Bible says that the five-fold ministry is given by Jesus Christ. And so uh, many, many people can prophesy because they are operating in the gift of prophecy. But operating in the gift of prophecy is the gift of faith, the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge, uh, healing, uh, Operating in that gift of prophecy does not make a person a prophet. And so there's a great distinction between the two. And uh, we were in a time where the Lord seemingly has focused more on the prophet than he has on the gift of prophecy. And so the Lord will raise up men in this hour, and he has, and he will begin to give them the word of the Lord. And so... Um, Prophets operate different. There's, there's a lot of different styles. I have found that there are some, some men who are prophets, but they operate more where they uh, prophesy to individuals. That's never been an area that I have been uh, very much used in. I do once in a while, but um, then there are other men that God will raise up as prophets, and the word that comes out of them is more about the church or the direction of a nation. And that seems to be the style more that God has used me in. Um, I think that in the hour that we're in, uh, there's, now there's questions uh, about what has been released. But God's word is not bound by time. And the Bible says this, that when God releases the word of the Lord, that it will not return unto him void. And so, um, we watch some prophets, um, they operate um, through uh, music. Um, that's the spirit that, that brings them into that area. Uh, I think our friend Robin Bullock uses uh, music as a way of releasing his prophetic gifts. Uh, there are some prophets that when God speaks to them, he speaks to them in dreams. Uh, my friend Timothy Dixon, that's how God speaks to him. But that, uh, it's different for everybody. So uh, for me, uh, the way God speaks to me and the way that I move prophetically is uh, most of the time uh, God will begin to speak to me in prayer. And uh, last Sunday at our church, um, I would encourage you to go online and watch the service because God released a prophetic word of the Lord. I, I really can't remember the last time that, that I move that way prophetically. I have released some prophetic words uh, to the nations, to the church um, over the last three or four years, but most of the time uh, God had given them to me, I wrote them down, but this time it was more extemporaneous and there was just a holy unction of God as he began to speak. And so um, I have found that God sometimes will not give you the fullness of what he's gonna say. Uh, I've learned over the years to step out by faith, and I trust the Lord. And uh, this Sunday, I, I knew a couple of days before I ever went to the church that God was going to do something different because I couldn't get a message. 
And so God will challenge me. He'll give me a couple of thoughts, and then he will challenge me to step out and begin to declare those things. And it's like it opens up a well, and the Spirit of God will begin to flow out, and we begin to release that word of the Lord. And so prophecy always has to come first before God does something. And one of the reasons is, is that the reason prophecy is challenged many times is because most of the time when it's released, this is why God releases it, is because it's exactly opposite of what's going on in the natural. And so God will declare something in the spirit because he's trying to get the attention of his church to tell them, don't be moved by what you see because I'm declaring something that is not, that is going to be. And so you got to receive it by faith. And when you begin to receive the word of the Lord by faith, then it begins to be uh, released in your spirit and begins to bring forth fruit. And so in the season that we're in right now, uh, it seems like they, that God is weeding things out. And one of the things that, that we've seen happen is uh, because God has taken some time to fulfill the word of the Lord. One of the reasons I believe that God does this is because he wants to see if people truly believe in his word. And so we've seen many fall by the wayside because God did not fulfill it in their time. This is one thing that's very important, is that you cannot put a timetable on the word of the Lord. You can go back to the Old Testament and many of these men that prophesied, these Old Testament prophets, when they prophesied, they never saw it fulfilled in their lifetime. Some of it was a thousand years later or several hundred years later that the word of the Lord was fulfilled. Now, I do believe that we are going to, with our natural eyes, see uh, God turn this thing around. But it's more than that. God is trying to focus the church, and there is a gathering of the remnant of the house of the Lord. And uh, I was praying today, and one of the things I heard the Lord speak to me, I thought of the verse where the Lord challenged, he said, my arm is not short that it cannot reach. And in the spirit, um, I saw God reach out his arm and there's been times when you needed to ha operate on a surface, you just take, and it's cluttered, you take your hand and you sweep across and you clean off that surface. And by the Spirit of the Lord, I saw it that God has stretched out his arm over this nation and the Lord is sweeping off all this falsehood and all of this thievery that's taking place in our election and in our government. And he is cleaning off the slate because God is going to do a new thing. And so as we watch these things begin to happen, we know that God is beginning to fulfill his work. Um, a, a couple of years ago, I guess it's been, uh, the Lord began to talk to me and he began to talk to me about God gates and God portals. And when God began to, to speak to me, I, I wasn't familiar with those terms. I'd never heard him before. And I asked the Lord, I said, what are God portals and God gates? And the Lord began to talk to me. Now, I don't hear the audible voice of the Lord. Um, I've never seen an angel. And so uh, God speaks to me in my spirit. And we, sometimes people find that strange, but it really isn't because the scripture says that Christ dwells in us and that is our inner man that has fellowship with Christ. And so our, our ear, our natural ear, does not have to hear what God is saying. It's the inner man. 
And so we'll feel an impression or you can just hear, you can feel God speaking to you. God will drop in your spirit. You can just almost hear a conversation of the Lord as he's releasing to you what he's saying. And I said, Lord, what are, what are God portals and God gates? And the Lord began to talk to me. He said, son, God portals are geographical locations in the earth where I'm going to deposit my glory and it's not going to be lifted until the coming of Jesus Christ. And I said, Lord, then what are God gates? He said, God gates are men and women that I have anointed that they're the opening of that God portal. You cannot get into God portal without, you can't get into, an, into a place without a gate. And the Lord said, there are men and women that I'm raising up in this hour and their gates that I'm going to go through them into that God portal and then the glory of God is going to be released. And so uh, you're going to begin to see, and we're already begin to see it, I, I believe that where I pastor Nashville, Tennessee, uh, without any question, it's a God portal. We're seeing God do things that I've never seen in my lifetime. We're experiencing, um, we probably on, a, on an average every Sunday have anywhere from 12 to 15 states uh, where people drive from. Last Sunday, we had them from Seattle. We had them from California. We had them from Minnesota, Louisiana, uh, Arizona. It did, they're just coming all over. See, when you have a God portal, what happens is the glory of God is like a magnet and it begins to draw people that are hungry for the presence of the Lord. And some of you watch our, our, our services online and, and oh, thank God, hallelujah, for, for social media because it allows so many of you to be in our services without having to physically be there. But on the other hand, uh, boy, I feel a stirring of the spirit. What the Lord is doing right now, there has been a remnant of men and women in this nation that have been so hungry for God and they can't find a place. And they wondered, Lord, what's going on? And all of a sudden now, the spirit of the Lord is beginning to gather the remnant together. And I believe that what he's doing, there are geographical places in the United States and in the earth, in other nations, where the Lord is dropping the glory of God. And God now is beginning to raise up God gates. And I, I personally think that the God gates that God is raising up are a no-name group of people. I don't think they've been famous. I don't think they've been successful as far as national attention. I think that it's, it's interesting um, because God has, has, has given me some exposure and some, and some uh, promotion in the, in the last couple of years. And uh, after I did the return, all of a sudden we had a lot of people begin to come to our church. And I was always amazed because um, they would say this. They'd say, we never heard of you. And I, well, I've been, at that time, I was preached for 48 years. But see, God sometimes will put his hand over a person, not because they're out of the will of God or not because he's displeased with them, but he's saving them or he's covering them for another time because he's created them to be a solution. And there's many of you that are watching me right now. Man, I, I just feel a charge of the Spirit to encourage you. There are so many of you that have felt like, God, I don't fit in. I feel like I'm obsolete. 
I feel like I'm a square peg in a round hole. What is wrong with me? And God's saying, son and daughter, there's nothing wrong with you. But I have waited until there was a need that you're going to meet. And see, some of you don't realize it, but you're God gates. And all of a sudden, overnight, that which has been hard will become easy. And that which has been hid, doesn't the scripture say that there's nothing that's hidden that won't be revealed? And there's nothing that um, has been in secret that will not be uh, spoken out. And so I think that that can also be applied to men and women um, who for a long time have been faithful to the Lord. And see, some of you have such a call of God on your life. And you think, Lord, um, why would I have to go through all the stuff I went through never, never to be relevant? And the Lord's saying, you don't understand. I, I thought of John the Baptist. And, uh, you know, he was the forerunner of Christ. And when we think of John, we think, man, what an honor to be the one chosen by God to be the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And um, they came to him by the thousands for repentance. But you know what the Lord said? He said he was a burning and a shining light, but just for a little while. His ministry only lasted six months. And John was tutored in the wilderness by Christ. He uh, never did anything till he was 30 years old. And here all of a sudden, uh, God takes this man and energizes him and he becomes this burning and shining light that thousands of people flock to in, in Israel to hear the word of the Lord. And um, then he said this, he said, I have to decrease that Christ might increase. And so I think that a lot of you who are God gates, uh, that God is going to flow through into the God portals. I think many of you, the Lord has brought you to a place to where um, all you care about is advancing the kingdom of God. And so um, I would say this, that um, there's always going to be counterfeit prophets. And one of the ways that I've always learned to um, discern whether something is of God or not, it just is, it's just going to flow in your spirit when you begin to hear it. Uh, for me, whenever I really get around the presence of the Lord and I, I hear somebody begin to be a God gate that's anointed, whether singing or preaching or prophesying, it, it unlocks a well of tears in me. I just begin to weep. And when I hear somebody that says all the right things and has the right uh, appearance, but they're, they're not what they portrayed themselves to be, there's just a deadness there. You don't, you don't bear witness with it. And so in, this, in the season that we're in, uh, God has raised up a few men on a national level because he has something to declare. And he's telling us. He says there's, a, there's one more shift coming in this nation and in the church. And um, in, in Bible times, uh, there wasn't any separation between church and state. And when uh, we in our society separated uh, government and God, that's when we got ourselves in trouble. And what the Lord is doing now is he's flip-flopping things. And, and I don't know exactly how to articulate this, but I can, I can feel in the spirit in these next three and a half to four years, what we're going to see is it's going to be the church and not government that's going to begin to shine. 
And so what you're seeing right now in America is there is this battle against the prophetic word of the Lord because prophets always precede promise. Prophets always precede the glory. And so God has raised up some great men in this hour who are declaring the word of the Lord. And so I want you to be encouraged. Um, I want you to know this, that uh, if you have been faithful to the Lord and you have a call of God in your life, you're in the middle of a suddenly. And at any moment, God can do something powerful. And so uh, I'll segue into this. Uh, in August 26th, we're having a... Um, uh, minister leadership visionary conference and I've had a lot of you that have emailed in and said well I'm not a full-time pastor I'm not in full-time ministry uh, so does that exclude me absolutely not if you have a call of God in your life and you feel like the Lord wants to use you and maybe you don't have a complete focus or an understanding of what God's doing this is the this is a conference for you I want this to be more of a, a close setting where we can sit down and be approachable we want to lay hands on you uh, we want to eat with you we're all going to stay on site at the Music City Sheraton uh, the meals are included in the registration fee Thursday night uh, my good friend Dutch Sheets he's a father in the Lord uh, this man has a lot of wisdom in him. Friday morning will be Dr. Hans Hess, um, one of my great personal friends and uh, has so much to release. Uh, Friday afternoon or at lunch, at the luncheon, uh, I'm going to speak to you. And then Friday night will be Brother Kevin Jessup, who uh, has put together the returns, one in Washington, D.C. and around the world. Um, God has really given him something fresh in his spirit that he's going to release in this, in this time. And I've talked to him about it and we sat and I was just amazed at how he had such a handle on some of those things. And then Saturday morning would just be me. Um, I just want to pour into you. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Uh, but I know this, that I felt like that there's going to be virtue released into you from heaven. And so if you're hungry for the Lord, uh, you want to come be a part of this, uh, go online, Regeneration Nashville, and you can follow the prompts. And then um, also we're really close now to, um, I believe probably the premier event of this year is coming up on July 4th uh, in Nashville here. And we've rented the Grand Ole Opry. And uh, just in a few hours, we filled it up 4,400 people. I might have thought too small here. We probably should have rented a building that was twice this. So some of you have came online and registered, and it looks like maybe you might not be able to come. We have a long waiting list, but I believe that God strategically pre or picked the Grand Ole Opry because he's going to do something. And so we have uh, Hank Kuhneman. Uh, we'll all be there in the flesh. We've got Hank Kuhneman. We've got uh, Robin Bullock. We've got my good friend Mario Murillo, myself, Timothy Dixon, Todd Coconata. Uh, I think, too, that it looks like we might have Gene Bailey. And um, you say, well, then what are we going to be doing there? You know what? I'm not sure yet. I just know that God put this together. Uh, I'm expecting a Holy Ghost explosion that God is going to literally shift the direction of the United States of America. Man, I feel like, boy, I feel the Spirit of God on this. And so I want to encourage you, intercede and ask God to, to do this. And so please be gracious. If you registered and you can't come, let us know so we can release that seat to somebody else. Um, 
Listen, we are in exciting times. We are entering into the God portal of all ages. So I want you to be encouraged, and I want you to know that, that we do love you, but nobody loves you like Jesus. God bless you. I'll see you soon. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.